In this podcast, I'm going to tell you seven tried and tested techniques that will help you to stick to any resolutions you make this year. That mind matters, helping men safely navigate family life without losing their minds. Two podcasts every week on a Monday and a Thursday. Hi there, my name's James and thank you so much for checking out my podcast, Dad Mind Matters helping men to safely navigate family life without losing their minds. If, like me, at the beginning of January every year, you maybe start out with lots of aspirations and ideas of things you want to change or things you want to improve, or things you don't want to do, things you want to do more of, basically a version of yourself you would really like to be by this time next year. Also, like me, you might find that there have been several times when midway through January, for whatever reason, those resolutions have failed. Having done a bit of research on the topic and the psychology of why people set out resolutions and why they might fail and why they can succeed, I've created this podcast to hopefully help you make sure that this year is the best one you've ever had and you manage to stick to at least one New Year's resolution. I think before you set yourself a New Year's resolution, you've got to ask yourself, why are you doing it? What is the end result you want to achieve by doing this resolution? If you do this resolution consistently throughout the year, where would you like to be? What would you like to feel? What would you like to see at the end of the year? How will you know you've achieved it? How will you know it's successful? How are you going to measure your success? If you spend some time beforehand having a real think, maybe writing some things down about what it is you want, whether that be in bullet point form or in a sort of a narrative about why you want to achieve this. There's a danger at this time of the year. Social media is flooded with people saying they're going to do X, Y and Z. It's very easy to jump on the bandwagon and hijack someone else's resolution because it looks like a good idea. But that person may have chosen that specific resolution for a very specific idea that's only really relevant to them. If your goal or aspiration doesn't really fire you up, if it isn't something you really want to do, then you won't do it. And at some point you'll fail, and that will just make you feel bad and probably less likely to want to try again in the future. I imagine you've probably all heard of the format of SMART goals, so specific, measurable, attainable, realistic and timed. I'm sure some of those are the same word. This technique of goal setting is not new. And I'm also not sure it's a technique that necessarily will work for everyone all the time. One of the key things, I think, to achieving success or achieving a goal is being flexible. Being flexible and kind with yourself. There are all things we want to achieve, and in a perfect world, and by that one, when you never felt depressed, or you never felt tired, or you didn't have children asking you to do things every five seconds, then yes, achieving these goals may be much simpler. But realistically, your life may be pretty chaotic a lot of the time, and it may be stressful and chaotic for lots of reasons that you can't control. And because of that, you need to be flexible. With that in mind, here's tip number one of something you can do to help you stick to your New Year's resolution. Tip number one, it doesn't have to start on January the 1st. There's no rule that says it has to start on the first day of the year. It could start on your birthday. It could start before New Year's Eve. It could start a couple of days after New Year's Eve. It doesn't matter. It needs to start at a time that is right for you. The more ownership you take of this goal and the more you tailor it specifically to your life and your lifestyle and your work and your habits, the more chance it has of succeeding. If on January the 1st you're on holiday, don't start it then. If you're goal is to stop drinking or drinking less, I wouldn't do it on holiday. If your goal is to do more exercise or start doing exercise, but you're ill or run down or have an injury, I wouldn't start it then. Give yourself a good chance of it succeeding on starting on a day that feels good. That said, you also need to give yourself some accountability. If in March you're still waiting for that one perfect day to start your resolution, you may need to think about, is this something you really want to do? Tip number two of how to stick to your New Year's resolutions. 
get some help and some information. If your resolution is to try and get fitter or maybe lose some weight or to get into better shape or have more energy or not feel quite so achy or tired, then immerse yourself in the information around that subject. Start looking into exercises you can do. The more interested you become in that subject matter, the more likely you're probably going to stick to that goal. If your goal is to try and get fitter and healthier and lose some weight this year, maybe share that goal with one trusted support. Maybe explain to your wife while you're jumping around in the kitchen or doing press-ups every time she walks into the room. If she's on board with what you're trying to do, she might support you, or at least she might just quietly let you get on with it. When you're starting to do something you haven't done before, you can actually feel quite vulnerable about that, or a sarcastic comment or some negativity from someone who you love and whose opinion you value can be enough to really derail it. If you explain to your partner or certain members of your family that this is what you're doing and this is why it's really important to you and this is why you want to achieve this, they're much more likely to support you or at least just not pour cold water all over your intentions. Tip number three of how to stick to your resolutions, maybe allow for some emergencies. So for example, if your goal is to do some exercise every day and you're on holiday or you're celebrating someone's birthday and for whatever reason you just don't get the chance, that's okay. Certainly when it comes to exercise and being healthy and losing weight, it's about consistency. Don't let one missed workout or one weekend of not great eating and drinking derail your resolution plans. You're a human being and things are going to happen to you this year that may stress you out, that may be more important than this and may need you to just be a bit kinder to yourself and say, okay, we pick this up next week. The journey from where you are now to where you want to be is not going to be a straight line. It's going to require you to get around lots of hurdles, lots of times when you don't want to do things, all sorts of things you possibly couldn't have preempted. But it really doesn't matter. As long as you stay on course, even if you don't get to where you want to get in the time you hope for, even if it takes you an extra year, it doesn't matter. Just stay the distance, stay consistent, keep turning up, even if it takes double the time. Just don't let it beat you. Life will throw all sorts of curveballs your way. Just keep going. If you miss a workout, doesn't matter. And don't bully yourself if you do miss a workout or fall off the wagon. You've got to be kind to yourself. It may not look great to yourself or to others, but whatever you're doing at the moment is the best that you can do with the energy and resources you have. That's enough. Most people don't set goals. Most people don't even try. You're trying, and that needs to be acknowledged and admired, most importantly by you. Tip number four of how to stick to your resolutions, be flexible. And by this I mean with the goal itself. I've talked about being flexible with yourself if for whatever reasons there are things that are prolonging, but it's really important to be flexible with the goal. Quite often you might start out with an idea of something you want and halfway through it starts to look like something completely different. That doesn't matter. If your end goal is to be fitter, happier, stronger, and by the end of the year you've actually realised that instead of achieving your goal through jogging, you've managed to do it by playing five-a-side football or doing kettlebells. It doesn't matter how you get to your goal. It's that you get to your goal that is important. So being fluid and flexible with your goals is really important. You might initially think, I'm going to get fitter and stronger and a better physical and mental health by going for a walk every day. And you might start and think, oh, this is really boring. I don't like doing this. But actually, that kettlebell class I did, I really enjoyed that. Double down on what works for you, what makes sense to you. Don't question it, just do it. Tip number five are things you can do to stick to your resolutions. It has to be a goal of something you really want. I talked about this earlier, but it has to be something that you want, not something that your flatmate's doing or something that your wife's doing or something you've seen on social media that looks like the current trend. It has to be something you want to do and you don't need to justify or explain it to anyone. As long as you want to do it, that's all that matters. Don't listen to the noise. Don't get distracted. 
by something you might have seen on social media saying this is the brand new thing, this is going to change everything. If it's not something you're interested in, don't do it. Pick things that interest you and also ask yourself why you want it. I worked in the fitness industry for about 10 years as a gym instructor and a personal trainer. Something I tried to explain to all the people I personally trained was that, yes, investing the time and money in personal training is one of the best things you can do. And yes, being in good physical condition can positively affect your mental health and positively affect all other areas of your life, but it won't fix every problem. It's not a magic wand. Being a stone lighter or being able to fit into some trousers you did when you were a teenager might not necessarily fix everything in your life. It might not help you to meet the man or woman of your dreams. It might not help you to get that promotion. It might just help you to wear slightly smaller clothes. And that might sound really (laughs) negative, But I just think it's important to be realistic. I had several clients who worked incredibly hard in the gym, achieved their physical goals, and then felt a bit disillusioned that nothing else actually was that different in their life. Their marriage or their relationships still weren't great, and they couldn't understand why. Well, I try to explain it's because you haven't focused on that area of your life. Tip number six of how to stick to your New Year's resolutions Keep it to yourself. Now, I know I'm slightly contradicting myself because earlier I said it's a good idea to maybe mention to your partner or family members why you're jumping around in the kitchen or doing press-ups. But I did say someone you trusted. Some people think posting all of their plans and goals on social media is a good idea, that it makes them accountable. Personally speaking, I just think it puts a load of pressure on you that you don't need at the beginning of a goal. I think you're much better off just going away, going slightly under the radar, working on your goal, and then in six months' time when you look amazing and feel amazing and you bump into your friends, they go, wow, what happened to you? Showcase the success once you've achieved it. This will also help if for whatever reason your goal changes or you have to be flexible with your goal. If you put a post on social media saying I'm going to achieve X by X and for whatever reason you don't, sadly there'll be all sorts of people who are probably secretly keeping an eye on what you're doing who'll be ready to ask you about it when they know that you haven't achieved it. And tip number seven on how to stick to your New Year's resolutions, make it a cue-based goal. And by that I mean make it specific. If your goal is you saying to yourself, well, I'm going to do some body weight squats every day, that's really vague. And maybe try and pick a goal of a sequence that you can do that benefits you in lots of areas of your life. So, for example, a resolution that I gave myself this time last year that I'm actually still doing was that every time I went to boil the kettle to make a cup of tea or coffee for myself and my wife, I would firstly fill that mug with water and drink it. And secondly, while I was waiting for the kettle to boil, I would do some body weight squats. I deliberately didn't say I was going to do X body weight squats because it needed to be flexible. That could be one body weight squat while the kettle is boiling. What that looks like and has evolved into now one year on from doing it, not every day, but most days, and more importantly, I'm still doing it. It's when I go to make myself and my wife a cup of tea, I fill the mug I'm planning to use with water and I drink it, and while the kettle's boiling, I do 50 press-ups, 20 bat raises, and 20 knee raises with a shoulder press. And I do that every time I boil the kettle, which is two or three times a day. And that evolved, that didn't just start like that. Initially, it was literally me boiling the kettle, doing 10 bodyweight squats, and then just standing by the kettle. I can't really remember, but I imagine after a couple of weeks of just doing that, I thought, well, what are you doing in the rest of this time? So what I've got now is a sequence that ticks lots of different goals. I'm drinking more water every day. I'm doing a two-minute exercise routine two or three times a day that is benefiting all of my muscle groups. I now don't have problems in my lower back. That has helped me sleep better. Sleeping more has meant that my mental health is better. This has probably meant that I'm a better husband and father. It probably means I'm more positive and more likely to want to try and do more things. 
And actually, it's not a massive commitment. And I'm also all right with it if I only do it once a day. Once a day is enough. So just to clarify, the seven tried and tested techniques of things you can do to stick with your resolutions this year. Number one, it doesn't have to start on January the 1st. It can start whenever you want. It just has to start. Tip number two, get some help. By that, I mean get some information on your subject. The more you know about it and the more interested you are in it, the more likely you are to stick to it. And maybe also share your plans with a trusted and positive support. Maybe explain to your wife why you're doing press-ups in the kitchen every time she's trying to get a plate out of the cupboard and why you're doing it and why you want to do it and why you need her support is a really good idea. Tip number three, allow for emergencies. And by emergencies, I say if for whatever reason you don't manage to do what it is you said you're going to do every day, that's okay. Things are going to happen. Birthdays are going to happen. Parties are going to happen. You're going to have a crap day at work and suddenly have a blowout fry up. It doesn't matter. What's more important is you turn up the next day and pick up where you left off. Tip number four, be flexible with the goal itself. If your goal is to get fitter, stronger, healthier, lose some weight, this year and your plan is to do that by taking up jogging and a couple of weeks into jogging you realize you hate jogging but that actually you quite like doing some bodyweight exercises or you're quite into kettlebells and you really enjoy that or double down on that do more of that and be okay with that it doesn't matter how you get to your goal it doesn't matter how you get there it's that you get there Tip number five, it has to be something you want. And by that, I mean, don't copy what looks fashionable or what your friends are doing or what the latest fad is or what your wife's trying. It has to be something you want to do and you don't have to justify that to anyone. Tip number six, keep it to yourself. Now, I know I'm slightly contradicting myself because I said maybe share this with a family member. What I mean is maybe don't post it all over social media. The reason I say this is just because I just think that puts an unnecessary amount of pressure on you to achieve something that for whatever reason might change. The minute you put something on social media, there'll be an army of people silently watching in the wings waiting for you to fail. The best thing I think to do is to go under the radar, silently work on your goal, start achieving your goal, start feeling and looking awesome, and then let people ask you, what are you doing to look so awesome? And tip number seven, make sure it's a cue-based goal. Your goal can't be vague. So for example, my goal of do some bodyweight squats every day was way too vague. My goal of I'm going to do some bodyweight squats while I'm waiting for the kettle to boil once a day is much better. And one year on, not only am I still doing it, but it's turned into something that I'm much more impressed with. I'll do some exercise, because it's good for my thighs. I'll learn to meditate and stop feeling irate But only if I stick to my resolutions How do I stick to my resolutions? Here's how I really hope you got something this podcast and I really hope it helps you in some way. I'm trying to create a community to support men, specifically dads, and specifically dads like myself who often struggle with their mental health. If you like what I'm trying to do and would like to support me, please follow this podcast or if you're watching this video on my YouTube channel, please hit subscribe and the notification button. That Mind Matters, helping men safely navigate family life without losing their minds. Two podcasts every week on a Monday and a Thursday. My book, First Time Dad, A 42-Week Guide to Pregnancy, is available in Kindle and paperback form on Amazon and an audiobook form on Audible. To sign up for my monthly newsletter, please visit my website, www.dadmindmatters.com.